Alright, what's going on everybody? This is the Brain vs. the Universe podcast. Of course, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Come on and be a part of this family. Um, you can find us on multiple platforms from Spotify, Google, as well as Anchor. Um, as well as you can also follow us on our IG page, which is going to be Brain vs. the Universe pod. Um, this is where you'll be able to get in contact with us. Be able to leave a comment, leave a DM if you have a question or if you have just a thought that you think of or a topic that you think you want to have us talk about. Um, you can also get in touch with us there as well. So hopefully everybody enjoys this conversation. We're going to drop right in in one, two, three. So as you know, today we've, well, in the last couple of weeks, we've had a a large amount of things happen. Um, More in the case for the protest for George Floyd and I kind of wanted to do this podcast just to be able to get everybody's aspect on how they feel about the protests, um, the feelings toward the Black Lives Matter movement, and just um, what's kind of everybody's viewpoint right now in regards to um, how things have progressed. Um, So I guess kind of like the first question, I just kind of want to see how everybody thinks is... What is your current feeling on how long the protest has last? And do you feel like it's having an impact or what do you all feel? Um, I think uh, I think the protests have been an overall, um, uh, it's hard to call it. I, I would mm-hmm. say the protests have been an overall good thing. Um, at least I, I hope that's true, I think. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I I did see there was a public pressure put on uh, Minnesota Police Department to increase the bail for Officer Chauvin, and it went from half a million to one point two five million. Yeah. They increased his his bail after succumbing to public pressure. Um, so. That's one specific instance where I'd say, yeah, I think uh, the public outcry did some good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's been plenty of instances where it has not. Okay. Um, yeah. And you so know, it's 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 a very mixed bag. It's it's a complicated issue. Uh, the response has been very complex. I would say mm-hmm. the inciting incident, not much. Not very much complexity around that part. Yeah. And so he's on the count of um, third degree um, uh, murder, or is it? I think they moved it to second. To second degree? Yeah, so that was another positive, I think, that came from, you know, just, just these protests. Yeah. And they also charged the other uh, uh, officers. I think they were on the ground. They charged yeah. Them with something. Them. Yeah. I think the other three. They charged um, all of them, which mm-hmm. I think is also a, a good thing. Um, is that public pressure? There's no way to say for sure, but perhaps had something to do with it. So again, I'd, I'd give that, I'd make that another check mark for uh, the protests mm-hmm. and and that part of the response to um, Floyd's murder. Yeah. Okay. And so with that, even though, um, let's say for like the so for the first weeks of protest, um. We had the large amount of looters that were a part of the protest. 
um how do you kind of feel towards that um with the large amount of looters and the i'll yeah. say it i think they should be in jail <laughs> okay i think their filthy asses should be in jail mm-hmm. um i think it's it's extra it's next level low mm-hmm. to use this as an opportunity to steal a television exactly that's sickening yeah um <laughs> and that's one of the things you're getting a lot of people that at that time were just taking an opportunity they if you, weren't if you looted if you stole yeah then i i have no respect or sympathy for you yeah because um, you're it's just where i you know i'm in full support of the protesters people who have marched if you looted mm-hmm. engaged in looting nah bro yeah Especially, I'm sorry if you're white. That makes it worse. <laughs> it does. Looting in the in looting in the name of uh, George Floyd, white boy. Yeah. <laughs> what? Let, let's Fuck let's get goals and take on him. <laughs> I mean, I I just I don't really have that many thoughts different. Mm-hmm. Um, my general feeling is the the best part of the protest is. It isn't even even what change is it causing for policy? Yeah, which I know is important, but I think it. You know, you see what happened with Drew Brees lately. If he had said this two months ago, uh, the outcry would have wouldn't be the way it is. True. So people are tired of uh, of the sort of political stances that people have. When I say political, I mean like the lawyers dodge. Mm-hmm. You ask them a question about a specific issue, and they put a butt in the middle of it. Yeah, and you kind of sense. That uh, all things being equal, they would not want this to actually be going on mm-hmm. if they knew no one else was going to find out. Yeah. Drew Brees just had a moment of of idiocy, and he said what he actually thought. And I think now, because of the outrage the way that it is, I think that it is extremely important if you're like a, a white man with power to really think through what the fuck you're going to say. Yeah. Or maybe even change your perspective a little bit. That like, is if you're still worried about disrespecting the... Uh, I love what LeBron... I got to give LeBron credit. I'm, I criticize him a lot. Mm-hmm. But when he went after went at Drew Brees about his grandfather being in uh, World War II, yeah. his great-grandfather being in World War, World War II, and when he came back home, you know, he came back home to the 50s and the 60s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he didn't live through civil rights, and he fought for the country. And that was Drew Brees' argument. His great-grandfather fought in D-Day and all this other stuff. So therefore, he has a... I'm going to use the word. He has a privilege to be able to... Here's the other thing. All our great-grandfathers fought in fucking World War One of them. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Did you fight, bitch? No? <laughs> then what's your point, yeah, Drew? That is true. It was just a... It was just... Just a dumb... His point was dumb. And then him saying it was maybe twice as dumb. Let's let's pull this all the way full circle too. Yeah. So the British uh, Empire at the time, the strongest at the time, the British Empire was the uh, strongest government mm-hmm. power in the world. Yeah. And they were offering uh, African Americans at the time, before America was really founded, uh, freedom if they fought for. Yeah, they fought uh, for, for the Brits. Mm-hmm. George Washington promised the same thing. It was a lie. Yeah. It was a lie to get slaves to fight. Yep. And they all fought. They did. And when we say the rocket's red glare, we're talking about Independence Day, we are literally talking about a, a war that was won off the back of slaves. 
And I don't think that's an uncomfortable, uncomfortable conversation. But the truth is half the people fighting were slaves. Were slaves. Yeah. And they weren't fighting for their own. They thought they were right fighting for their best interests because that was the first side, sort of like, oh, we'll give you rights or whatever mm-hmm. if you fight. Never came around. Yeah. And this was a big point that Abraham Lincoln had made when he was the president. Like, we can't give false promises anymore. We keep talking about the future. We've got to make it happen now. And I feel like the protests, they echo, I don't want to compare the two, but they echo that sense of no more. You know, mm-hmm. just, just fucking we've heard enough, enough false promises, enough of this. Oh, uh, like one of the, the responses a lot of police officers had was let's have these kind of community centers yeah. that we get together and we have conversations. Mm-hmm. I think that's important. But I also think if, you know, your, your grandfather was a clanman, Klansman, and you, and you live in Vider, Texas, and you're a cop, and I don't give a fuck who hears this. Yeah. Get the fuck out. We, we, you're not wanted anymore. You're not wanted. And when you sing the national anthem, and you bitch about that, just think about the rocket's red glare when they pop the fucking fireworks after mm-hmm. independence. Black people are looking at each other like, we're free. And George Washington said, April Fool's, motherfucker. I mean, that really is how history went down. And so I think that uh, if, if black people and white people want to protest the national anthem at a fucking football game, it's the least uh, that can be done. It's the least that can be done. I support people that don't want to do it. But speaking out against people that do protest and telling them they shouldn't be able to do it and asking for owners and, and Roger Goodell and all these assholes to come together and basically make it impossible to protest peacefully, mm-hmm. that's why you're having fucking riots to some degree. You have forced out the sort of conceptual space you need to have an open dialogue. And now it's going to get violent. It's just the way fucking it goes. I don't agree with the violence. I don't think that looting's good. None of that. But we're in a depression right now. People are broke. Mm-hmm. People are scared. Yep. They've been in their houses for three months. And uh, it's not surprising to me. Yeah, the lockdown, I think, certainly had a lot to do with why well, this all got so crazy. Um, yeah, I mean, it... it it added to it, basically. I mean, you have a lot of people that are... Motherfuckers haven't seen sunlight in three months. Yep. Came out well. with some goddamn lichens and shit. Because <laughs> 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 this underworld, bitch. Like, what, are you, what are you screaming for? That's the thing, man. It, it, it this was shit got like, a little crazy, man. It lit the fire. It basically was the little bit of amber that we needed to light the fire. <laughs> It was the, what do they say in Star Wars, that cheesy ass line? Uh, it was the spark that lit the fire yeah. at the start of the first order. Yeah. <laughs> that's what yeah. it was. Oh, God. I mean, that's what happened. I mean, uh, it's it's very interesting to see exactly how long this is, if they're going to continue with the protest, um, if we're looking at this for the next couple of months. So just, this is social justice and cancel culture. Yeah. When it's done right. Mm-hmm. Like it the is. fact that no one wants to interview Drew Brees on ESPN and Fox, they're kind of blackballing him. Yeah. I think that's an appropriate response. Yeah. Don't give this guy a mic. Yeah. To, Don't to, give him to open air. To continue to open his fucking, uh, I mean, he has free speech. He can go on his Instagram, he can go on his Twitter, yeah. get it out that way. But I don't. I think Good Morning America doesn't Does need not. to bring this guy, white dude, on that you feel sorry for because people are hating on him. Exactly. I think that's the proper amount of cancel culture that is healthy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I love. I can't wait for Dave Chappelle's next special. Yeah. yeah. You know he's going to go in. I on know. This. this is going to be a huge topic for him. Um, the other thing I wanted to see exactly. What do you feel about? Because um, there's so much going around this protest. Exactly. How do you feel about the? 
How do you feel about social media being involved in this protest? What are kind of your thoughts in regards to those people that are, I understand a lot of people are putting out posts for Black Lives Matter and everything else. Um, what do you kind of feel towards that in regards to the actual protest from the, itself? From the, from the grounds of it, mm-hmm. I think it's been a, a net positive thing, certainly for the protest, because mm-hmm. you can organize at, a, at such a rapid pace now, Yeah, which just was not possible previously. Like anybody who wants to be involved... It's for it's it's a click away. Yeah. Where to go when, you know, even that alone gives a protest far more power Mm -hmm. because you can again, like you can congregate, you can move. Oh, let's go protest over here now. Yeah. Everybody moves. Everybody gets the info instantly on Twitter or Instagram. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think from an organizational standpoint, it's certainly been helpful. I think a lot of the arguing back and forth has been um, not helpful in the slightest, of course. But, you know, it is what it is. I mean, it, it, I, my only pushback would be I've seen Mark Zuckerberg. A lot of people quit at Facebook because mm-hmm. he's unwilling to essentially call out the president to fact check him. Uh, some of this crazy shit that he's talking about with yeah. the coronavirus and now with, you know, you see what Twitter did where they, they took one of his tweets and they kind of put like a uh, viewer discretion device type yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, these words might be considered. Uh, Facebook has gone out of their way to play the middle of the road type thing. Mm-hmm. And it's caused, I think, the SFO for Facebook yeah. uh, quit. Mm-hmm. He walked out. Now, this is these are, these are really rich people going, fuck you, Mark Zuckerberg. So I think the fear is for me, and I fear this way with Amazon as well, they love chaos. This helps their brand. You have more people on there bitching and complaining about whatever it might be. And I'm using the word bitching. I'm talking about the, the wrong side of history here. Okay, yeah. You're having two people arguing on social media, and it's almost 50-50. On one side, it's people that think this is about the military, and they mm-hmm. think this is about you know their dog in the backyard, and, and their private property, and their guns, and, and their civil liberties, and the First Amendment. And that's not the discussion. Yeah. The problem is, though, you can't start fact-checking some people and not fact-check others. It's a very slippery slope, even if I agree. So Zuckerberg's in a tough spot. Yeah. I never liked the guy. I think he's a tool. You know, uh, Read uh, Accidental Billionaires. Mm-hmm. It's the book that uh, social media, the movie, was uh, built the social on. network was mm-hmm. built on. And yeah, it, it, he definitely, he was a skilled coder, but he was, you know, he stole the idea. Yeah. And um, I don't feel bad for the idiots that let him, that told him everything they were going to do, and then he walked away and did it. But at the same time, I do worry about that. I worry about that with Amazon. Amazon doesn't mm-hmm. want small businesses to open back up. They want to be big business spelt with like six Bs, capital yeah. ones, right? They're, it's, it's kind of evil to some degree. So I just want to flare on the side of caution with social media, with Amazon, because that's part of the discussion, with any of these huge... You know, Apple, mm-hmm. they have, they're doing these things for fine. This is all about money at yeah. the end of the day for them. 100%. They don't give a fuck about who's right and who's wrong. No. And I think that needs to be considered. Like I've always said, Instagram is, it's, social media is the biggest Ponzi scheme ever. Mm-hmm. Okay, you get on there and they send you advertisements and they get paid billions of dollars by advertisers and you just use their product and you make them rich. I mean, it's a triangle scheme if you think about it. Why aren't there other platforms? Why is there Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter? 
I know there's other ones technically, but let's be real. Nobody uses those outside of just yeah. those three that you just named. So uh, I think competitiveness in the market for social media could actually be better than this monopoly we got. And I think that's it's one of the reasons why you have people that believe in flat earths. Okay? You, you, you allow for these echo chambers that need to be broken up to some degree. People shouldn't be, neo-Nazis shouldn't be able to get on Reddit mm-hmm. and, 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 you know, just talk shit. And they let them do it. They get on there and say the most, they, they, uh, with Charlottesville, that's how they organized, it was a Reddit forum. Yeah. That, that's how they organized the, the Klansmen and the fucking neo-Nazis to get together. Why aren't these companies taking responsibility for not taking these things down? Mm-hmm. And when they're asked about it, they go, well, technically our policy is this. And I, I, I get a little suspicious of that salesman approach that's it okay yeah i mean that's the thing i don't really understand why they're not because they have started doing the censoring of um messages that are being sent out i think most recently they censored uh well they've started to censor a lot of what trump's been putting out as well twitter has yeah but uh facebook is still open air basically well what's what's bizarre to me is twitter will let you post porn Mm -hmm. okay and Facebook won't even let you post a nude photo. But if you say any, you could say the craziest political statement ever on Facebook, mm-hmm. and it's, it's okay. Twitter's the opposite. You get too deep into the weeds of identity politics on Twitter, and they pull it off. Hmm. It's really strange. I, I don't is. quite understand it. And I yeah, have, yeah, you're right. They have opposing value systems. Almost. Mm-hmm. I haven't thought about it that way. Hmm. That is interesting. That is interesting. Um, Silicon Valley low-key has more power than the president. And I think that's just... That I is, think that's demonstrably true. Because I, yeah. think, I think the checks and balances keep the president, for the most part, keep, keeps us from going into World War III. Mm-hmm. But uh, there is no checking on you know, all those companies in San Francisco. So Amazon, Apple, Google, which owns YouTube, Facebook, yeah. which owns Instagram. They do what they want. And they'll go to Senate meetings, you know, they'll be called in, they'll have to go to court, they'll go to the Supreme Court. They never lose in yeah. court. And they got so much money, what's a settlement to them? A settlement's nothing. Yeah. If you got a trillion dollar company, what's a $20 million settlement? It's nothing. It's a drop in a bucket. Well, that's another thing as well. But um, for yourselves as well, what do you kind of think about the idea? So what's been pushed a lot now for Black Lives Matter, the whole protest itself? Um, was defunding the police. What's your thoughts on that? You know, I didn't. He- I haven't heard the arguments for mm-hmm. the idea, so I hesitate to argue against it. I can say immediately it sounds a little silly. Mm-hmm. Defund them and then, but I don't know their whole argument, which is why defund them and then what? Yeah, I mean, it, it, are they asking for just a reform, uh, certain changes? Uh, I'm not sure. I mean, the issue, I, the thing I do know is policemen don't make that much money. Yeah. It's not a problem. It's not. At so all. if anyone has any delusions of grandeur that they're they're like these uh, Batman, Bruce Wayne figures with all this money out there solving crimes, they're not. It's at actually all. a shitty job. Yeah. So, uh, maybe I've made the argument in the past when uh, the trip uh, with other issues like this, which mm-hmm. was better education, better vetting. And pay them more money. Make it a more, in, the incentive, the amount of people that would otherwise go to the Air Force. Yeah. If you right. paid them $100,000 to be a police police officer, those intelligence officers and stuff, you'd see basically more, FBI. More yeah, yeah. They would draw more talent, uh, mm-hmm. better talent into the market, so to speak, if they paid them better. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. 
I agree. I think there's a way to be pro police mm-hmm. and pro uh, reform. Yeah. I mean, we need police, but we definitely need reform. I think two things can be true. I don't understand the parts of the debates that are going on where you have to take a side on the specifics. Mm -hmm. I think we can all agree uh, the protest is, I think most people are pretty much in lockfoot about this type of thing, lockstep. Uh, where the where the weeds get a little difficult to mend is what we're talking about with defunding police. What exactly what, what exact reform are we talking about? I do think that police should represent the demographic of people. Mm-hmm. It, you should not be in Minnesota and it be ninety eight percent white cops. That that shouldn't happen. Uh, you, you should not be in Atlanta and it be eighty percent white cops. This shouldn't happen. It should yeah. represent the demographic. Over fifty percent of people in Atlanta are African American. You should have. African-American cops mm-hmm. helping police those neighborhoods because there's a level of insight that comes from, y'all know this. Yeah. yeah. From under, There's a level of understanding. I told him this. Uh, if I was a police chief, I would recruit black kids from those high schools right mm-hmm. as they're coming out who might otherwise go a wrong direction or a bad direction. And I recruit them to police their own neighborhoods. They would know those people better than any of us ever will yep that is true and, and and you and you could do it in a way that's not antagonizing for um someone that just hates his community yeah this would be a way in which you can take people that you know from the, the old saying about going back to your hometown mm-hmm. and cleaning it up yeah. yeah you you could do that from within the system yeah uh, and it's been done i mean uh atlanta largely to bring that back up when king was there mm-hmm. uh that entire culture just they, they terraformed it and, it, and it was for the better. So I think that can be implemented anywhere. Yeah, um, I 100% agree with that, um, being able to find and be able to find candidates from within the community. Now, I have a hotter take on this. Okay. Um, so you guys remember Pope Benedict uh, stepped down mm-hmm. as the Pope? And I'm just going to say it because I think it's obvious what happened. He could not handle the uh, stress of the investigations. Mm-hmm. The Boston, the, specifically the, dio- the, the Archdiocese of Boston, where they were moving priests around to other parts of the country yeah. or different countries or down to Mexico. They were just shifting them around. They knew they were molesting children. And not only did they not do anything, they Protect. literally had them go to confession yeah. and say, I'm sorry for doing mm-hmm. this. And they gave them priest jobs back around kids. Something like that's going on. And whoever, maybe this involves getting rid of a lot of the police chiefs that we have and bringing in people with new ideas. Yeah. Instead of defunding the police, maybe the people that train them, the academies, all that, that needs to change. You need a Pope Francis to come in and say, look, we can't be fucking killing innocent black people. And I don't even care if someone isn't innocent. Killing somebody is not the alternative the guy had a $20, a fake $20 bill. That's why he was yeah. killed. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was telling him. He, he did have a criminal record. Um, and even regardless, I don't, I don't see what bearing that has. Uh, that, that's come into discussion in, in some places that he had a criminal record. And who gives a fuck? That means you get choked to death. Dude, this that is, goes against, that's the antithesis of everything we're supposed to stand for justice-wise as a nation. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's anti-American, for sure. Yeah. And, oh Jesus, I just lost my point. <laughs> <laughs> you, you ain't been smoking, bitch. I've been smoking. What the fuck? I did have, a, I did have uh, some cookies. But, no, that's, yeah. but 
Uh, but that is I, a thing. I, I talked about George Floyd's uh, family. Uh-huh. Um, uh, he was a father of five. Uh, he was from Fayetteville, North Carolina, the home of J. Cole. Mm-hmm. Uh, moved to Houston where he met Stack and, you know, went, attended Houston Yates. Played in a in a championship game at uh, state championship. I don't know if, if it was for football or basketball. Anyway. Yeah. He was six foot six. Got in trouble with the law multiple times. Moved to Minnesota looking for a new start. Met a girl. Had a bunch of kids. Mm-hmm. Right. This is and the the. I think if my dad hadn't passed away last year, this story wouldn't have hit me in the way that it did. Cause that was what that was the first thing that came to my mind was that's my dad's story. Yeah. It's the same story. He didn't move away, but it's the same story. And that's a lot of it's black lot dudes of black from men. that generation's mm-hmm. stories. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't mean, you know, the <laughs> it's, this is a life that they know that's mm-hmm. not right. It's not good. You know, I'm not condoning criminal behavior. Um, but sometimes people fuck up and, you know, and then they flip that. They change that franchise around, mm-hmm. so to speak. Are we a nation of second chances or not? Yeah. Um, I mean, if, that's... if you want to do a thought experiment to make this as simple as possible, if that had been a white meth head right. cracked mm-hmm. out that you stepped on his neck, yeah. the they'd lynch that fucking guy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, okay. I don't I, I, I believe that's true. Yeah. yeah. I told him this. I think if Floyd wasn't six foot six, I think he'd probably still be alive. That comes into play. That those kinds of things. That what what I saw when I looked at it was uh, this is a bitch ass dude trying to uh, prove his masculinity mm-hmm. right now, right? He's got this giant black dude begging for mercy in front of all your homies. Oh yeah, fucking crying you for cool? his mother, crying yeah. for his mother. And you didn't even let the man die with dignity. No, nope. you know, um, they lynched him. Yeah. They lynched him. Basically, that I mean lynching. that's. Uh, that's, that's, and I have no doubt in my mind that that's what was going through the officer's mind mm-hmm. was I'm going to you know dominate this big this big nigga yeah have you guys ever heard 1916 by Motorhead it's a it's a it's a you told me about that song mm-hmm. when we were at uh, was that Rainbow uh, the Rock uh, Bar and Grill you remember the Rock Bar and Grill we it's went a, to that Rock uh, it's bar right. downtown I know what you're talking about. Uh, um, to see my manager perform at one time. You oh, oh, in, this is. I thought you were talking about somewhere in Texas. So. No, 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 mm-hmm. no, no, out here. Yeah, yeah, that's. Uh, yeah, Motorhead. They perform there. Yeah. Zeppelin. A lot of those. Yeah, people. yeah. Um, it's right next to the Roxy, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah there's a whole bunch of little spots yeah. just like that. There. That was back when rock and roll was, was at the top yeah, of this. You talking about the 1980s Bon yeah. Jovi, Journey? All these people were coming at in the there. top. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but 1916 is uh, uh, a song by Motorhead about 16-year-old boys mm-hmm. that were sent to the war. And there's a line in there about we were, we were food for the guns. And, you know, holding his friend's intestines as they ca- cried for mother. But there, it's, it's, a, it's a kind of a pilgrimage, a song about everyone that ever had to get drafted and sent to war. Yeah. I feel like we could be entering into that 
Like you're going to start seeing, uh, I think you're going to start seeing black people, white people, other people of color that are going to start making music. They've been doing that with the rap com community. I get that. But this song is so, it's supposed to be uplifting and they have all these disturbing lyrics in it. Yeah. And it just makes your, it's like when you read like Wild Horses by the Rolling Stones, maybe my favorite song ever. When you actually hear it for the first time, it's it's soothing and it's fucking sinister and disturbing. Yeah. And it's sending all the right signals to your brain that that and somehow encapsulates how odd this situation is. And I hope that artists will start doing that with these issues with the police because I yeah. think I do believe art is the way is the best way to modify ethics. I really do believe that because I think yeah. music, art, the way we represent things, the the aesthetic of it. That's how. Let's be honest. Most racism starts from a place of ignorance, mm -hmm. and it starts from you don't look like me. Yeah, and we got to That's that's yeah. the shit we got to work on. And I think art's the. Uh, uh, I think that's the way forward because the way it, to convey it in a bed. You know, we want to open up a restaurant. Mm -hmm. I've told you all this a million times. I don't know any white people and black people that make soul food and eat it together. They love yeah. each other. It's 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 uh it's this is what multiculturalism really looks like. Yeah, it's not. This weird conversation with the kind of stereotypical liberal mm -hmm. and a black person who, you know, doesn't feel like talking necessarily. Yeah. I could imagine if I went to Oakland today and I started and I went to just someone randomly on the street and I started talking about, you know, pronouns. That's that's not the discussion they want to have. They're mm -hmm. talking about their, they want to talk about their communities. And I get that. And I think things like food, jazz, jazz, uh, gumbo. We've talked about this. Yeah. Slaves and Frenchmen invented gumbo. They mixed the okra dish that would that they would make on the slave ships in the bottom of the fucking uh, uh, the bottom of the boat. Mm -hmm. It was just like a, a weird stew with okra that was made in Africa. I'm sure it tasted delicious. And then they mixed it with with the roux based sort of uh, uh, hot, spicy tradition of the Cajun culture that was evolving. Yeah. And you literally. It was one of the first time times ever, and this is way before. We're talking about during slave days. You've got white people and black people sitting at the same table together, eating because they're learning how to cook new. They're creating a new culture, mm -hmm. and 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 this is another reason why Drew Brees is a fucking moron. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love that cover. All goes back yep. around. All Drew goes back around. Fucking stupid. Full circle, and that's the thing, man. He was like, he was basically their golden boy. Man, in New, in New Orleans, Orleans too, man. Like, why would you? I just, even if you, again, I think the point doesn't make it. It just doesn't make any sense, and I just think it's lazy. It's a lazy argument. It's mm -hmm. been a lazy argument. My great grandfather was in World War, whatever the fuck. And what they got to do with you? More importantly, what they got to do with me? Why mm -hmm. are you? So the point is stupid. But then to say it, yeah. Out loud, right now. Just a bad... He's the last... In a list of 31, 32? How many teams? 32. 32 quarterbacks. The last one that needed to say this shit... It was Drew Brees. Was Drew Brees. Incorrect. Matt Ryan would be just as bad. Yeah. But, yeah. but yeah. here's the thing. No one likes Matt Ryan. Yeah. So if he said it, I don't think... <laughs> I think they'd be like, of course he feels that yeah. way. Drew but Brees was, was, he was the, uh, you know, he was kind Niggas of. Niggas love Drew Brees. He was a Jesus yeah. type story. He was a Jesus allegory. Come in. I mean, yeah, that's basically it. He was a part of the community. People thought Niggas that. Niggas love that yeah. nigga, man. 
it's Michael just, Thomas is a goddamn hoodlum. He and he sim- loves Drew Brees. <laughs> I mean, he come in right after Katrina. Yeah. And they won a Super Bowl exactly. within, uh, a few years after that. And, you know, he's donated a lot of his money back to that community. So yeah. for him to say that, it I think just, it was just really not thought through. This not is a, at all. You can tell this is a guy that really takes his opinions. Uh, I don't like the word seriously because you should mm-hmm. take your opinion seriously. But I think he's somebody that's had that same opinion for 30 years and he's just not going to budge. Yeah, I don't know like how he's going to apologize. He just... Listening to to him speak, he doesn't sound like a guy who's thinking as he's talking. Mm-hmm. He's just saying shit that he's talked to his wife about at the fucking kitchen table. Oh, really? I wish they quit fucking doing that during the before the game because yeah. I like to look up and and, and and salute and think about my grand. No, he ain't doing all that. <laughs> I've got grandparents, I'm sure, that fought yeah. in the fucking World War II, and I promise you, I don't know who they are, and I've never once thought about it. Now, I've thought yeah. about Americans that's fought for me. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, that's just that's what you do. And I have the utmost respect for the military. But making it selfish and making it about me yeah. and my family history, mm-hmm. that's not American. That's no. been my overall problem with several things I've seen during this whole you know, thing. Mm-hmm. Which is I feel like a lot of people made this whole situation about uh, them. I saw a lot of virtue signaling and moral grandstanding from people that it's like you can fool the 36 people who liked your Black Lives Matter post. I know you insult my intelligence on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. If I was a white boy with a master's degree, you wouldn't. Yeah. So I don't believe you. Mm. That's fine for them to. Yeah. But- I don't. Because you know their exact character. Because, yeah. I, I didn't sat there and listen to these white girls at my fucking gym go, uh, you know, I don't like hip-hop. Well, except for Eminem. Mm. <laughs> and Macklemore. Mm. And Logic. <laughs> oh, no, little dicky Oh, really? You like just, just the white guys, yeah. huh? Were they, uh, were they all there? These women? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They said that to you with a straight face? Yes. I've heard this multiple times. I'm telling you, that's so obvious, but but you hear how that sounds. That's so obviously race-related, because Eminem is is a rapper's rapper. Yeah. Your favorite rapper respects Eminem's pen. Mm Mm-hmm. Whoever they are. Jay-Z, whoever. No matter who. Eminem is a rapper's rapper. So I can't give you that he's more basic. Yeah. So he's more easily digestible because he's not. He certainly is not more easily digestible than most rappers. Yeah. Then you go oh, content wise. Eminem is one of the most violent. Yeah. Misogynistic, homophobic, trolling. Yeah. Rappers content wise. Mm-hmm. I mean. Violence against women galore. Yeah. All over the place. So I can't give you a... He's... he's You know, he doesn't use bad language like those other rappers. Because he does. Yeah. More than them, in fact, usually. Yeah, I mean... Just so... That's the thing. It's, it's, what's left? Just listen to Recovery. I mean, I, I'm not a big fan of the album, but he's pissed the entire time. The whole time. Yeah. So I can't give you a content thing either. That leaves me with one thing. There's one common denominator I'm seeing here. I could try to make an excuse for you, but I can't. 
You're not looking good, but and they don't even know how that shit sounds. No. You know, and so I don't know. It can you care about black lives and not have relationships with black people? I mean, maybe. Mm. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I'm torn on it because Okay, let me tell you a story. Let me tell you a story. Let me tell you a story. Okay. So I went to the weed store with Cricket, my coworker. Uh, We went to the weed store, and as we're leaving, I look to the left, and there's a crew of goth kids walking towards us. Right? We're in her Jeep driving away. Mm -hmm. They're walking down the sidewalk. It's like maybe four of them. And when I say goth kids, I mean like leather and chains and, you know, all that kind of shit. Blue hair, green hair. <laughs> but they weren't kids. They were grown-ass people. Yeah. So <laughs> they get closer, and I notice they got some signs. So I lean over to see what the signs say. And they say, Black Lives Matter. And I went, Them motherfuckers don't know no black people. And what I have forgotten was the top of the Jeep was open. <laughs> <laughs> they all look. <laughs> yeah. I went, ooh. <laughs> now, Jeez. I was probably being a dick. <laughs> I'm sure they're nice Rob. enough people. <laughs> but, they, them motherfuckers don't know any black people. And if they do know some black people, they probably hate them. They're probably your coworkers, and they do your job better than you do. But you get to skate yeah. because you got yeah. green hair and shit. So you're eclectic. <laughs> Fuck out of here, nigga. Yeah, the, the virtual sig- virtue signaling is definitely a real thing. I mean, people hear my accent, and I've been mistaken for some fucking racist bigot from the South a couple times. Mm. And they don't always say it directly, but I can tell by the way you're, you're doing word salads, how you actually feel. Yeah. And I, I don't... I feel like personally, I've never once told somebody, I have two black roommates, I can't be racist. Because that's a fucking idiot thing to say. Yeah. (laughs) Just have discussions with people. Hang out. Go have a drink. If you've never had a drink with a black guy or a black girl before, go do it. Yeah. If you can. And don't do it because I want to have a black friend. Go fucking have a drink. And I mean, mean, go bullshit. Go have a conversation. Make friends. Mm -hmm. That's how you make progress. That's exactly what I said. (laughs) <laughs> Those are the exact words I said. Uh, I've been asked by white people, well, what, do you, what should I do? And that was what I responded with, was having, having relationships with black people, I think, is, is how we get past it. Yeah. Right? Because I've had bad experiences with white people, and some of my closest friends are some white people. I'll tell you how you, you know? fix this. Uh-huh. <laughs> right, this is just me being ignorant here. So don't take what I'm saying seriously. Interracial but relationship. Maybe <laughs> stop listening to too much Taylor Swift and Ariana Grande hey. and following them on Twitter uh-huh. and modeling your life after, you know, silly white girls and white guys like Justin Bieber. And I don't mean to shit on these people, but they're, they, they're the most ignorant, woke people I've ever seen. They have no real concept of reality. These are people that were famous, more famous than anyone will ever be mm-hmm. at 15. And, and somehow these are the people we're listening to. This is how Donald Trump become president, people. This is a dangerous idea, idolizing fucking humans. Yeah. You need to be talking to people in the streets, everyday people. That's who gets fucked. Not the rich, 
not the fucking Silicon Valley, not the politicians. It's just everyday people. And the fact that white people are asking you, what, what, what do I do? It's like, do they think black people don't eat food? Mm-hmm. Do they think they don't drink water? They don't breathe air? I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's kind of racist. Yeah. No, I'm sure you have common interests. It isn't, I say that, and then I've met some those those gothic people you're talking about. Almost certainly you have no common interest with them. But Almost certainly. <laughs> but <laughs> no, that's, one, that's no. one nil. They're certainly. the same ones that will call me down the street, hear my southern accent, and tell yeah. me how unwoke I am. And I'm fucking, you know, look, I don't, I would rather fight with friends of mine yeah. and people that I get to know on a personal level mm-hmm. because you know where I'm at on something. Yeah. And I can tell you how I feel. And even if I say something ignorant, you guys can come to me and say, hey, look, you went a little too far on that take. Mm-hmm. That is how we discuss things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Apologizing and like being really double, double-tongued when you're having a conversation, mm-hmm. worried about microaggressions and all this stuff. It's not healthy. It's just the and basic form of communication. Is, is black people ain't stupid. We can tell when you're doing it. Mm-hmm. And it is certainly condescending. And it makes us fucking hate you. Yeah. And we don't say anything so we can coexist peacefully because uh, you're our coworkers usually. But underneath it all. But. <laughs> we are seeking. Every time you turn around and they're cussing you the fuck out. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, motherfucker, talking to me like I'm stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> having having, having uh, relationships, I think, is, a, is the most important part. It's needed. It's highly so, needed. Yeah. I mean, racism's gonna die one way or another. I've seen someone saying that it's gonna last forever. That's not true. No. By 2060, we're all going to be mixed ethic- ethically. Yeah. You won't even talk about white people and black At people all. anymore. And maybe that's the way it ultimately is cured, is the human species essentially... Everybody just keep fucking, man. Yep. Yeah. Just keep, just keep on it. fucking. <laughs> we're gonna have a, a miniature... Uh, was it, is it south of the border you had, you know, natives and... Uh, the Spaniards yeah. came over, and you created a whole new creed of people. Yeah, and uh, I think very attractive people. Very attractive. We're very gonna be looking so. good out here, man. I know. My grandkids <laughs> are gonna be gorgeous, <laughs> nigga, and tall. And look, I think we can have and rich. Here's an uncomfortable <laughs> conversation, but it's yeah. really not uncomfortable. We just talk about it. There are certain qualities in different cultures and different people that we appreciate. That is. Yeah. There are Very qualities so. that black women have that white girls usually don't, don't have. Don't have, yeah. Typically. Vice versa. And uh yep. yeah, this is why this is why everything this, this is kind why. of a unicorn sometimes when you find <laughs> <laughs> This is why Beyonce's been a goddess since yeah. the nineties, man. I mean she doesn't look she I don't know what I would do around somebody that attractive. No. Jesus Christ. I definitely couldn't date her. It's and just too much. That would look horrible. Yeah. Uh, she, she's, she's been, she, Beyonce has been my dream girl, my, like my whole life, nigga. Mm-mm. Like my whole, whole like life. from the beginning. Could you imagine? Like, like you, you, you would have I'm to, a survivor. Yeah. Uh, Beyonce, oh my God, nigga. And then Beyonce last week, oh my God. Hold up. Hey, even before Survivor, you remember, uh, oh, yeah. check up on it? Check check up on it was the one, bro. You'd be doing some calculus if you're having sex with Beyonce because there's no it, you two guys <laughs> trying out the best facts. Oh, <laughs> oh man, Beyonce would be pregnant twenty four seven. It's oh, like fuck. I always everyone jokes around about the fucking uh, uh, that scene in Wolf of Wall Street mm-hmm. when mommy wears the short skirts. Oh man, I remember like when I watched that movie, I went uh, now first of all. 
they, they can never put that in a movie again in Hollywood no. uh, since the Harvey Weinstein thing yeah. took place. But you were like, if there's one dude that can get Margot Robbie to do that, it'd be Leonardo. Fucking Leo, man. <laughs> Leo's the guy. Dude. Yeah, he could. Fucking Mac of the century. Yo. Leo is the guy, Leo. man. He's the goat the with that. The Mac of the century. Yo. Man. He was Jack. He was Jack. <laughs> That's all he needs. <laughs> and he rolled up on Rihanna and just said, I'm Jack Dawson. You know? He hit Rihanna, like, too. Yo. Not Rihanna. <laughs> Man. She wanted to be Rose. Man, Leo's in. Dude. I wish I was joking. I'm really not. I'm pretty nah, sure that's I'm a, pretty I'm sure that yeah. role-playing shit, that has oh. to be. There's no way it doesn't work in his favor. At all. So what would you say if Leo was a part of this protest? What? So what if Leo was a part of the protest? Like, what if he... I'm sure he is. Did, probably. Uh, yeah. yeah. If I had the bed, I, I, I follow him on Instagram. He's he's a pretty interesting, dude. Like, yeah. He he doesn't go in there and post a bunch of silly shit. He sticks mm-hmm. to the. Uh, he he's really big on like environmental issues. Yeah. That's and, and he's very part. consistent with that too. Yeah. Which I love consistency, by the way, because that's that's where I get a lot of celebrities just jump all over topics, and you can tell they don't actually have a thought through opinion about yeah. a single one of them. That's why when you're watching the Oscars, everyone turns it off when they go up there and they, and they do their start speeches. patronizing everybody. Jesus. Boo! <laughs> Take your award and fuck off. Yeah. I mean, if if someone can tell me what, what Joaquin Phoenix was actually saying, mm-hmm. you know, I've heard people break it down. No one knows what the fuck a guy was saying. <laughs> Talk about artificially inseminating cows and then he went and stole one from that a ranch. Shit that made me laugh. I don't know where he brought it or he did with it. <laughs> He went and saved one. Why would you steal a cow? Fucking maniac. He's going to turn it loose. Because we all know cattle will do great on their own. Uh. Jesus. A lot of these people are just dumb. Yeah, I mean, instantly, if we're being honest. Yeah. Instantly gets cut down by a bear. <laughs> Saw some great nature video last week, man. <laughs> that feeding frenzy one. Did, oh, did you man. see that one? I need to point this out. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Factory farming does need to change. Because mm-hmm. it is fucked up. But... Oh, you is know, that what he called himself doing? <laughs> that's what he was trying to say. Yeah. There's a much simpler way of saying what he wanted to say. Instead, he started talking about taking jets to, to you know, don't fly from here to Palm Springs and and uh, ban airplanes and, yeah. and all this stuff. Like, you're all over the place. Yeah. You can't get rid of... This is, this, is, this is the big discussion that people are very uncomfortable with, too. It's about fossil fuels. Mm-hmm. This is a process that's... You can't just shut... You can't just quit drilling. Yeah, we'd all go into the caves. Yeah, yeah. Much to slowly of transition. Yeah, and listen, yeah. I get it. We're on a ticking time bomb. The planet can barely handle more of the bullshit we're doing to it. Yeah, this is why you got Elon Musk wants to go to Mars. They see this is a fucking hopeless project. Yeah, and that's really sad. But uh, and then you got idiots like fucking uh, Jeff Elon Bezos Musk wants to go. He, do. <laughs> he wants to turn this place into Blade Runner. Yeah. Have you seen his plans? Was, he wants yeah. to take all the metal from. Well, not all the metal. Jesus Christ, that's too much. He wants to take the metal from the asteroid belts, mm-hmm. bring it back, and turn the entire world into, like, Tokyo. You know, you just got tall buildings everywhere, all over the world. This is the way to solve the population crisis. Here's the thing they're saying could happen, though. You will actually change the mass of the Earth by bringing that much foreign material onto it. Mm-hmm. Thus, making it heavier and changing its relationship ever so slightly with the moon. Yeah. And which will kill us all. Which will fuck up fishing. Uh-huh. Uh, it will rise, certainly will put Miami underwater. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff that, it, it's not as simple as just going to create new things. Like this this terraforming and fixing the environment, it's a very tricky business. Man, mm-hmm. Jeff Bezos stupid, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Can 
can we can we uh bro i'm not a scientist by the way but i've heard i've listened to the lectures of them break this down i think a i don't lot want of this elon Musk to be the president i think a lot of this yeah. is like just basic theory you know yeah. i'll take him over trump i'm with that I'm I'd definitely take Musk over Trump. Yeah, that'd be one eccentric bit. I'm like, you the only one. <laughs> He's South African though; he could never run. Damn it! Yeah, another one of those stupid laws we have, right? I think once you become a citizen, it's there's like no nah. one that's more American. Okay, nah. all right. <laughs> nah. I hope my dad doesn't listen. To yeah, right. Either. You goddamn <laughs> don't love your country, you son of a bitch. You fucking hippie. <laughs> fucking hippie. <laughs> This is why I moved to Los Angeles, ladies and gentlemen. Mm, not really, but it is. It is. I'm not. I don't know how. I don't. I suppose it is an archaic idea that you would have to be born here to. to oh, it certainly is. Yeah. The mm. dude that come up with that law probably was like Michael Fassbender from Twelve Years a Slave. Mm. Some yeah. sadist. It, yeah. it is really. I mean, first of all, the country. None of the original people that come here were Americans. So yeah. how the fuck did they come it's up with that law? Yeah. George Washington, them, they, they were born in Britain. Yeah. Okay, so there's a... Just, just think about yeah. that for a second. It's just one... Give it one second. No, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> America. <laughs> Fake. Fake news. Fake news, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Jeez, man. All right, so... I think from there we're gonna uh... bring some levity to these conversations. <laughs> uh, oh. Are you recording? Yeah, it's still going. All right. Well, listen. You can just edit out whatever. Yeah. We'll close it right just here. It <laughs> hey, we we check it out right here. Thank you for listening. Leave Shout it in. I get somebody started. Hey, yeah, just leave all these. This is hundred percent real over here unadulterated uncut listen this is a Joe Rogan his philosophy I agree with 100% podcasts are talking shit that's yep. what they are they're not journal. we're not journalists nope we, we don't we're not being paid by a news organization not at all if I was I'd if be we're angry. wrong about some of this stuff or have, we obviously should be considerate I'm not saying that but yeah. I think some people don't understand what the concept of a podcast is yeah, we're not yeah. a news station yeah I hear uh Motherfuckers want to talk to me about mispronouncing a word. I said, I'm being like, bitch ass nigga. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> My favorite podcasts are not the ones that are super polished. Matter yeah. of fact, no. I don't listen to them. No. Yeah, no. Uh, I tried to listen to one of those true crime podcasts, and no. the, the woman on there is just taking herself way, way too seriously about this. Hey, and I'm like, no. why, why would you drive around and literally listen to case after case of people eating their mothers? I yeah. mean, uh, speaking of which, before we go, I got to bring up one thing. Just search cannibal in Google real quick. Mm. There was a guy who was eating his grandmother that was 80 years old. Just search it real quick. Bring this up. We got to talk about this. <laughs> I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> he We're killed talking. her and started eating her corpse over. What in the white people <laughs> is he talking about? He wasn't white. <laughs> Oh, no, God. Oh, no. He was the first black cannibal ever. Oh, oh God. <laughs> oh, for the first time, Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh, my God. <laughs> you I, read, oh, my. I read the story. And you part- bring this up now. After we just had to talk about Obviously, cut this out. <laughs> you cannot talk about that. Don't you cut shit out. Pull it out. I'm gonna tell you to see. Google it. You're, you're gonna let me hang uh, myself over here. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> pull that shit up, Jamie. Uh. Oh my! Oh my God! Is a dude in Miami? 
I don't remember what was that. Yeah, I don't remember the details. Yeah, I just I read the story and I'm like, another fucking white dude killer. lost his mind. <laughs> and then oh when I seen God. his picture, what? yeah, me and my manager at work were like, uh, whoa. Rudy, Rudy. Whoa. Are they sure they got the right guy? Ain't this about a bitch? Did he get a brain transplant? Uh, Did you find him? It's different. It's somebody else. There's a Rudy just Eugene. Put, just put cannibal person. grandmother or whatever. It's it's cannibal it's, grandmother. Like eating grandmother. It should pop up. I don't have my cell phone. I'm not googling eating grandmother. No, it's but that's gonna be the algorithm. Fucking, it's gonna have to be something with the grandmother. Unfortunately, there's too many cannibals out there to find. Uh, California. Oh my god. Oh. That's it. This nigga. Uh, you no good fuck. California cannibal 37 who used an ice pick to murder his grandmother before his aunt found him eating the 90 year old. Oh my god. Wow. They and said they come in they come into this? the apartment or whatever and the police said they I guess put a gun on him. And then he continued to eat the fucking lady. Oh. That's what it says in the details. Oh my god. That is fucked up. Some wild shit, man. Oh my god. When did this happen? A couple weeks ago, I think. Fuck. I didn't need to know about this <laughs> shit. Call it the Richmond home. What the hey, fuck is wrong with you, was man? Uh, I was not listen. The most popular form. You mid-Somar loving son of a bitch. <laughs> See, this is your problem. <laughs> this is why your ass can't sleep at night. <laughs> this is why you be in here walking in the walls and shit. <laughs> Fucking high and shit, walking into a wall. <laughs> what are you talking about walking into a wall? What are you talking about? I said you walk into that wall over there. Ah, you fucking foolish. <laughs> this dude wakes up. First of all, he's a... We, we got to put things in context. He gets up at 3.30 in the morning. Okay, so I don't know which stranger staying up that late or getting up that early. Yeah, right? We both some weirdos. We, we the only two niggas up at 3.30 in the morning in all of Los Angeles. Go going to sleep. I'm getting up. And we have the most ignorant conversations that we do run with each other. He's barely awake, and I'm fucking... High as high as shit <laughs> on another planet. I just been sitting here ripping the bong. What's up, man? <laughs> I'm like, man, calm your stupid ass down. Uh, oh, all right, man. Fuck it. We're cutting this off. Thank you for listening. Subscribe, share. Shout out to my man Trey. Shout out to Trey. R.I.P. George Floyd. Hey, guys, stay, George stay, Floyd. stay safe. That's my big message. Yeah, stay safe. Stay That's safe, please. That's the main thing. All right, everybody. I'll talk. We'll be talking with y'all later. Peace. Peace.